Hello and welcome to the Video Shop Podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. I'm your other host, Sam. And today we're talking about Job Willens' uh, fan edit of Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. But first... I've got a tweet to read out, Cal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's from at goddamn robots. Yep. Uh, also knows what's his face. And, like, his username says what's his what's face, his but face? his Twitter is. Twitter handles at goddamn robots. We've had, yeah, we've had tweets from this bloke before. We love goddamn robots. Um, are we going to get an episode on the most recent Stephen Bomb? Look, um, if it was up to me, absolutely yes. Look. The, the, the fans have spoken. I'm happy to do one. I'm, I'm not caught up. So either I've got a lot to catching up to do, or yep. I'll watch this particular Stephen Bomb without context and try and work it out. Tweet us and tell us what you want, otherwise I'm making him watch it all. Because he should watch it all, because... How much of it is there since we last did one? Well, I can't remember where we were up to, but knowing this Just show... Just for the people who don't know, we're talking about Steven Universe. Steven Universe, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what we were up to. I think, um, I think we were up to the start of season five, which is just finished. Mm -hmm. So there's only one season for you to watch. I think. Okay. Worst case, we were partway through season four. So there's a season and a half for you to watch. That's not terrible, I suppose. How did season four end? I don't even remember, man. This season five has been coming out for like two years. Lol. Right. Yeah, this the Cartoon Network has been fucking. This if you show. give me the episodes, I'll yeah. watch them. I'm not going to download them though. That's fine. So I I, I can do that. Um, next week we've got something scheduled in, but then we've got a couple of empty weeks. So maybe we'll um, maybe we'll fit Steven Universe in there somewhere. Yeah. Worst case minisode of Cal gushing over how good it was, and Sam goes, "I don't get it." Nah, nah. Um. <coughs> if there's anything you want us to talk about, yep. tweet us at Video Shop Pod. Yeah, um, we're happy to take suggestions. We can't promise we'll listen to it. Um, today we're talking about Job Willens' fan edit yep. of um, of Conquest of Jurassic World. Yeah, that's what, that's it's what called. he's called it. Uh, before we do, we're talking pretty much about that. We'll talk a little bit about Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom as well. Yep. But if you want context for what we're talking about, head over to Job Willens' Twitter, which I should have brought up. Before I think it's just at Job Job Willens. J O B W I L L I N S. Yeah. So jump over, follow Job Willens. He's got a WordPress and a Twitter and a Tumblr. Yeah, I think his current top 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 tweet pin tweet is Conquest of Jurassic World. Nice. You just go into his Vimeo, enter a password, bang, you can watch his fan edit. It's two and a half hours. Yep, which is a long one, but I mean, that's cut down from like nearly five. Yeah, considering it's two full-length movies that yeah. we're talking about here. Like, I don't think Jurassic World was a particularly short movie. Nope. It's quite a long one. Mm. So Anyway. Also, and- we did an episode uh, on uh, The Man of Tomorrow, which yeah, is one so of his other fan edits. Job Willens has done quite a few fan edits. Yeah, the other one we've seen is uh, Man of Tomorrow, which I actually personally love. I, I think it's a whole lot better than both of those movies individually. Yeah, so Man of Tomorrow was a fan edit of Batman vs. Superman and Man of Steel. Yep. Meshed them together. And made um, it a more Superman-focused made a story. Su- it was a Superman movie starring Batman and Wonder Woman. Yeah. And it worked really well. Yeah. And I, re- I really liked it. I thought it was... A really good... It really pulled out the best parts of both those movies. Yeah. Um, Obviously, like, the hardest part of this, 
whole endeavor is having not a whole lot to work with at times. Yeah, like, so, like a lot of the faults of the film, the way it looks or um, how it sounds or the performances, a lot of those can't be fixed. Mm. But it's amazing the differences you can make with a bit of an edit. Mm. Well, and um, like, there's only so much Clark yeah. in Batman vs Superman. Exactly. So, so yeah. But also you went and got a lot of deleted scenes. Yeah, true. From Blu-ray releases. So mm. that added to the Clark stuff, which yeah. is good. This, yeah, Job Willens really does his his homework on this stuff. And if if you follow any other fan editors that you think we should check out, let us know. Um, but, nah, uh, fuck but, but Job s- Willens for life. Well, so far, <laughs> Job Willens has been, like, the, the best one that I've seen. Best but I'm I've seen curious a, to see more. I've seen a lot of fan edits, but there's something about Job Willens ones that seem... They seem like films still. Yeah. A lot of fan edits always feel like a fan edit. Yeah. Like, like the, someone's taken just bits of a movie they like or don't like in or out. A lot yeah. of the Star Wars prequel fan edits are like that. Mm. Like, someone edited those three films down into one. Yeah. And I feel like you just... When you're doing that, you're just taking... I don't... Look, I've seen only bits of those kind mm. of fan edits. But it always just feels like you're taking the, the bits you liked most and putting them together. I think I have seen that as well. And I remember going... Oh yeah, I, these are the bits that I liked about the prequels. Yeah, it's almost—it's more a highlight reel than a fan edit. Yeah, but Whereas, also it like it starts with the Darth Maul fight in in yeah. Phantom Menace, and I'm like, yep, that's where this movie should start. Yeah, it's it's a good sequence. Although I like a lot of stuff in Phantom Menace. Yeah, you because would. it is my favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, because Star Wars is hot garbage. Anyway, we should talk about um, Jurassic. Quick World. side note. Uh, it's raining outside, but yeah. it's also humid as, so we've had to leave a window open. If the raining gets too bad, we'll shut it, but you might just hear a little in the background. I it's like soothing. it. soothing. Soothing. Yeah. Bit, bit of rain over your Sam mm. and Cal radio. Yeah. Hot tip, if you're listening to other podcasts, just Google rain noises, 10 hours of rain noises, put that on the background, and that'll get you the authentic video shop experience. <laughs> anyway... And then we'll claim that podcast as our own. Because it was our idea. Yeah. Soothing Rain ASMR. Yeah. Remember, like, we should we should bring back dumb names for episodes so we can no. do that in this nah. one? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I hate dumb names for episodes yes. when we're talking about a specific thing. No. Anyway. Um, so, I... Like, so, all right. disclosure, I haven't seen Jurassic Fallen Kingdom. World Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, let's just call it Fallen Kingdom and Jurassic World. Yeah. Um... So, so I saw this completely fresh. Yep, um, I've seen yeah. both. Um, I liked Jurassic World when I saw it. Mm. Um, I kind of, I saw it actually twice in cinemas. I think mm. and I'm like, I like this movie. It's fun. It's kind of a return mm. to the Jurassic World. It's better than Jurassic Park Three, mm. um, which actually a lot of people have a soft spot for, but I think it's terrible. I've only seen Jurassic Park One. Um, Two's alright, it's got some good bits in it. Vince Vaughn's in it. Gotta, oh, gotta like that. That's, that's great. We all know Vince Vaughn is a powerhouse of... Of, <laughs> of acting chops. Of acting chops. I love him as uh, Sorry, Norman Vince. Bates in uh, the classic film Psycho. Great. You, that's a joke you don't get, clearly. No. They remade Psycho and Vince Vaughn plays Norman Bates. Why? Yeah, right? Why? I know. I know. He also did a serious role in some fucking real artsy film about going into a serial killer's head. 
He was sure. he played like a cop. I can't remember what it was. Great. It's real, real bad. Fair enough. Anyway, yeah. Conquest of Jurassic World. Yeah, um, I felt like I saw a whole movie here, like in the, in the sense that I feel like not, nothing from the story of Fallen Kingdom was really cut out of this. Yeah. So look, that's good because you def, de- stuff definitely was, hmm. um, and it was cut out for this edit. Um, what Job Willens does really well, and what I really liked about Man of Tomorrow in this, is he's really good at highlighting where the themes are mm. and keeping those consistent. Yeah. So in Man of Tomorrow, the theme of it's 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 Superman's story, and it's the theme of his journey from accepting who he is to the point of having to sacrifice himself. Yeah. And it feels like by the time he sacrifices himself, it feels earned. Yeah. Um, and it's not bogged down with all the extra shit that's in those movies yeah. of responsibility stuff. It's just him accepting... Mm. It's it's him accepting his role as Superman is yeah. what that movie is. Yeah. Which I really like. That's good. Mm. Um, and this is similar in the fact that it's it, it picks a theme and it follows it through. Yeah. Um, particularly... So Bryce Dallas Howard's the main character in this yes. version. Yeah. Very clearly. Yeah. Um... And her th- her arc in this is very interesting, I thought. This being Conquest of Jurassic World, the fan edit. Yeah. Um, is she goes from this kind of cold-hearted, cal- cold-hearted um, calculating, like, mm. businesswoman mm. that's just in it for the money. She's just there to do her job. Yeah. And then you slowly, through the way the flashbacks mm. are edited... Um, and some of them are cut really well. I really like the first cut back to yeah. where the um, mo- mosasaur, yeah, whatever yeah. it's called, <laughs> jumps out to grab the guy in the helicopter. It yeah. starts with that scene. Yeah. It starts with the opening scene of Fallen Kingdom, yeah, which is a fantastic sequence. Yeah, I agree. It jumps up and chomps the guy, and as it chomps the guy, it cuts to it chomping the Love shark it. in the previous one. Love Great it. Great cut, perfectly timed. Yeah, I really like it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and it then follows Bryce Dallas Howard, Claire. Yes, I can actually know her name now, Claire. Yeah, as she journey, as she goes on this emotional arc of going from this businesswoman to this person who genuinely cares about these animals mm. um, through her experiences dealing with them. Mm. So, so yeah, you see her as the cold calculating one, and then she kind of follows this journey through. I assume that was Job Willen's intention but mm. because of the way he cut that final scene where she's about to press the button. Yeah. So those flashbacks, I don't think they were in Fallen Kingdom where no. she flashbacks to all these moments. Yeah, they didn't look... And, yeah. so, spoilers for all these movies, straight up. Yeah. Um, she doesn't press the button in the end of Fallen Kingdom. Oh. The little girl does and as she presses it, she goes, they're alive, just like me. That's real bad. Yes, it's so bad. Because <laughs> I'm because the whole thing isn't that they're clones. No, no. one's scared of them because they're clones <laughs> like her. They're scared of them because they're fucking ninety fucking hundred kilos with their teeth monsters. Yep. God damn it! Right, I, I like that Claire's arc is going. It's like um, you know, it's almost like a this is the bed we made. We now have to lie in it. Yeah, that's almost and yeah. like why. Do these creatures deserve... These creatures didn't ask to be alive. Yeah. Why do they deserve to die? Kind of thing, if I can stop it. Which yeah. is much more powerful. Yeah, definitely. I mean... it. All- then they're alive, just like 
Me. Honestly, I reckon cutting out that little girl would have been ideal if you could have. You could There's have. no way you could have mm. without just, just yeah, chopping off the end of that movie. Shreds, yeah. Um, like, you'd really have to just cut off the end. And that's where Job Williams is really good, because I'm mm. sure there would be fan editors who would mm. just cut all her scenes out and she's just randomly there, mm. um, which would be much worse than trying to give at least a relatively satisfying arc yeah. to the characters. It also seemed like the theme of just the military takeover of this industry um, was... Like, it was interesting how we saw the the results of... Um, of Jurassic World. Yeah. Um, sort of, almost like, yeah, this is the big reveal. Yeah. And now let's go back and see how it happened and also draw some parallels with, with what's happening now. Like, yeah, the, keeping that story there and making that sort of like, uh, what am I trying to say? Cause... I don't know. (laughs) I, I, I'm brain farting hardcore. Hello, um, brain farting hardcore. Uh, I'm uh, Sam. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, like having having that being the antagonist to Bryce Dallas Howard's character arc of of treating these things like they're real animals, not like they're assets to be yeah, kept. Yeah, in. that's a nice parallel to her kind of story. Yeah, almost um, as though they had no necessary interactions, um, but just through each other's desires, they antagonised each other. Yeah. And it just, yeah, like... It seems like that was the thing they were going for in the first one, but it was much more of a surprise reveal thing. Yeah. But when you know... Like, when when that's the pretext of the movie, like, as you go in, of, like, the art... Like, they were trying to militarise these dinosaurs. Yeah. And then you see the pterosaurs, like, piercing glass with their... Yeah. Um, with their beaks and proper just ripping people apart. You're like, oh, I get it. They're weapons. Yeah, They're it's not, like, yeah. like these are straight up weapons, mm. like, if you utilise them right. I still think the using dinosaurs as weapon thing is dumb. It um, is. Have you seen the movie Revenant? Not not the one that uh, Decap won an honorary Oscar for. <laughs> uh, the one... Yeah. The one no, I haven't. It's the one... I can't remember who did it. He's a real culty... Like, a, a cult director. Uh, he did... Uh, anyway, it's, it's it's a movie about, basically, sort of zombie vampire immortal people. Yeah, right. Um, and the the movie ends with them being... Um, like, with, with the main character being captured by the US government and released into, like, the front lines in the Middle East war zone yeah, right, area. Um where where it's just like, well, this guy's immortal. We'll just let him go and kill a bunch of people, and you know, and like we'll use these revenants as weapons. Yeah, right. Um, okay, it's kind of cool. I can't remember the point of me bringing that up now. Like, I think you could do dinosaur weapons good, but I think you could as just a cause chaos and destruction while we get to an objective and do a thing. Yeah, they're a distraction. Yeah, they're not 
They're not a send this into assassinate Osama bin Laden. No, 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 no. Kind of thing. But like the way that um, Vincent D'Onofrio in the first movie was talking about them, like, mm. like let's train them like we trained animals before. Let's get little ones to go into vents and go into tunnels and and yeah. and find things out. Or like let's send little ones deep underground through tunnels and stuff and map shit out and like let's yeah. use them as tools. I yeah like that's a, that seems like a really practical application for genetic alterations like yeah yeah absolutely um don't make them vicious killing machines no because that's actually less useful yeah it is because it, we it have really targeted ways of killing people mm. already but right i feel like you could make all your dinosaurs poisonous so oh, that yeah. when you got your t-rexes and your irexes to fight they would bite each other and both die Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you send them in, they destroy everything and then each other. Yeah. It's not a bad plan. Or, or, or more, more the point that, like, if you're fighting somebody else who's got these dinosaurs, oh, and yeah. your one's poisonous, then the other one dies straight away and you win. True. And then they both become poisonous the and problem, there's arms race, the, and then it's an arms race of which one's more immune. And then you just <laughs> napalm everything and... <laughs> yeah. And start, start again. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's true. Um... Some of the stuff they cut out of, or they, job, job. <laughs> cut out. We're on first name basis with job, right? Yeah. Um, Jobbo, Jobbo, mate. <laughs> um, some of the stuff cut out was um, in in Fallen Kingdom was quite good, mm. um, particularly in the house. Just as far as. The problem is, the problem with Fallen Kingdom is, the start of it is a a Rescue the Dinosaurs movie from the island. We've actually seen that once before. It was The Lost World. That's the second one? Yep, they did that already. This has the ticking time bomb of the volcano, though, that's kind of cool. Yep. Um, It all looks great. That bit with the brontosaurus uh, and the ash. Heart-wrenching. Heart-wrenching, visually stunning. Mm. There's a lot of really visually stunning stuff in Mm. this. It's a horror director, I think. I'd have to look up what he's done, but yeah. he's done some good horror stuff, yeah. if I recall correctly. Which showed through in the later scenes. Yeah, yeah, particularly. In, and a lot of those, just to keep up the pace of the the mm. scene, were cut. Because yep. there's a lot of scenes there where it's just... That bit in the glass where Bryce gets a yep. shin like stabbed, yep. that's like a... 10 minute scene of them creeping through all those glass cabinets yeah. with all the lights off and it's kind of hunting them down. Yeah. It's a good scene tense but pacing needed to be picked up so yeah, it's a definitely. good spot to and cut. Especially the way when you they, cut the flashbacks. When you're cutting back and forth between the two films, yeah. the time jumps don't seem that startling and you never go, oh wait, where where are these characters? Why are they here now and not over there? Like a couple of things work in the favor for that actually, particularly at the end, because there was a lot of quick cuts there and a lot of really nice ones, particularly with Blue. Mm. Um, Blue also had felt like had a lot more focus mm. from start to finish. Yeah, because I think in a lot of the, uh, particularly in the first one, Blue didn't really feel like a focus until yeah. the end. Yeah, but it was almost because she was the last living one, not because she was the special one of the three. Yes, yes. Yeah. Whereas giving that context with the with these scenes of raising Blue as a kid, as a, yeah. as a hatchling, um, 
Yeah, it, it really and emphasized. The fact that we get those before we get the end stuff in Jurassic World really yeah. makes it work. Yeah, the only thing that works against it is the whole dumb bit in the first movie where the raptors go rogue mm. in the first place. But then it sort of gives some credit to, like, Blue running away at the end and stuff like that. Like, I know there's nothing that can be done. No, the, the, the problem with that is purely the original movie had a dumb scene in it where the raptors change sides. Yeah. And there's no way to cut that out. No. Um, and keep everything that's around it. Yeah. Um, I almost would have liked to see this... Because I, I had a lot of flashbacks to Halo 3 ODST. Which yeah. I know means very little to you. But basically... Well, like- you're, you're wandering around this ruined city yeah. um, after this big war has happened, yep. and you're trying to find all the people who were part of your troop. Yep. Um, and so you find little bits and sort of detective your way to piecing together what happened, yep. and as you play through that, you, you get like, like, you figure out how somebody, like, what happened here, and then it and then you get to play through the sequence that leads up to that. Yeah. And then you yeah. and then you go back to the hub world, find the next character, and see their yeah. story. Um, so I almost... Like, that was the sort of flashbacks I was getting here. At least, like, them wandering through the island in the beginning, and them seeing the the ruined version of the stuff that we were seeing in, in its glory in the old one. Yeah. I sort of would have liked to see a little bit more of the story sort of told out of order... Like, um, I don't entirely, like, you couldn't do it, but, Mm. like, with what you had, with what Job had, but if we were remaking this again as one thing, having a little bit more of a, of a slow burn reveal of what's going on. Yeah. Um, and a, well, how did we even get here? Mm -hmm. You know, and the, and the characters know, but the audience don't, don't. Yeah. Could have been a really interesting story to be told. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Mm. Um, another thing working in the end sequence's favour, where it was cutting from the two fight scenes, yeah. is that they took place in vastly different locations. Yeah, so you could So really when there were tell. quick cuts, your yeah. brain didn't have much catching up to do, because mm. it was gothic building... Mm. Jurassic World. And Bryce L. Howard's outfit and haircut really helped. Yeah, the, I was going to say, the fact that her hair was short and then long mm. was a huge difference, particularly viewing her as the main character. I wish they did the same thing with Chris Pratt, because there are times when they cut from Chris Pratt to Chris Pratt. And he and looks you, like Chris And he looks Pratt. exactly the same, and he's wearing the like, same get-up. Like, if he was just a little... If he was, like, just a little fatter. Or like, like, if he was, just, like, if he was Infinity War fat. Just give him a different coloured... Vest. Jacket, yeah, <laughs> he does dress the. Exact he he dresses same. exactly the same, uh, and again, job not your fault, but <laughs> should have rotoscoped every scene with him in and changed the color of the vest. Should have done it, man. Bloody, and I don't know. They they did a good job of like. I realized that what I was basically going to say was like, it boils down to, fuck Bryce Dallas Howard is attractive in these films. <laughs> And then I went, nah, <laughs> like, let's just not say this. And then I said it anyway. You're welcome, audience. Wow. I do like Bryce Dallas Howard, she, actually. Yeah. I mean, because in Peter the... Parker should have dated her instead of Mary Jane Absolutely. in Spider-Man 3. Just saying. Just saying. Absolutely. Because Mary Jane was a bitch. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, like, they... Fuck, what am I trying to say? I don't know. I don't know. But, like, yeah, having her as a main character in in this film... 
like in, the, this, yeah, in this yeah the protagonist cut. yeah so, yeah like it fits so much better than Chris Pratt's dumb nothing character well the thing is making her the main character or the protagonist makes her Luke Skywalker and it makes Chris Pratt Han Solo just the kind of side character that so you said this during the yeah, film I know. he's got he's got this real Han Solo vibe I'm like yeah because he's not saying or doing anything except just good things <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's just being a good guy. Well, Han Solo's got a little more depth to him than that, because he's a sort of bad guy. He's it's not, like though, Han Solo in what, Return what of the Jedi. What bad things have you seen him do? He shot a guy in cold blood. Yeah, but he he drew first. <laughs> the, look on, the look on Kel's Ruffle face. Ruffle cuffed her away. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's an interesting thought experiment, the cutting back and forth. Because I was unsure when we started it. Because I called it, I'm like, this is going to... It's going to be a flashback movie. Because yeah. they've opened with the first scene. Well, it sort of had to one. be, yeah. Um, it also ended the same way, though. With, like, all that stuff with the T-Rex shouting at the lion. Mm. Um, the voiceover from... Um, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. The, mm. um, the raptor blue mm. shouting at the suburb. Hey! <laughs> Wake up! Hey! I'm blue. I'm, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Um, that all ended the same. I'm actually kind of excited to see the third one of these movies. Well, see, because what I want... If it's going to be Jurassic World. Yeah. Yeah. Like if this was leading up to the, the like, this Jurassic This is... I was going to say, it's... What I want is Planet of the Apes, mm. but with dinosaurs. See, what, what I would call... But they don't talk. See, what I would dumb. call these movies if they weren't based on Jurassic Park, right? Yeah. I'd call the first one Jurassic Park. <laughs> right. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Right. I call. I call Jurassic World. Yeah. I'd call it Jurassic Park. Yeah. Second one, I would call Extinction Event, and the third one, I would call Jurassic World. Yeah. That's very satisfying. That is a fucking Extinction yeah. Event needs it, work. It does because it should have Jurassic in it. Yeah. Um. Jurassic Extinction. No. No. Jurassic War maybe. It's not. It's not good. I mean, mm. if you made it more of a war, mm. that'd be interesting. Mm. Um, Jurassic Hunt. I don't know. Jake Johnson kind of disappears from this version of the movie. Yeah, I mean, but he well, felt but, like he was present enough. Well, and they kind of go like they've evacuated everyone, and that's just like he's been evacuated. Yeah, but he he's still disa- there for his triumph his his, his, his triumphant button press at the Was end. he there for his button press? Yeah he was. I miss I must have missed that. Yeah. Maybe it was filling out my drink bottle. Maybe. Um I forgot he was yeah. Although admittedly he disappeared after that bit in Jurassic World two actually. Yeah. So Yeah. I would have liked to have seen him back in the second one. Only because I love Jake Johnson. He was it was like the only good like comedic relief character in that whole movie. Yeah, like, it would have been good to see something, at least a character like him. Well, in... there was a comic relief character in Fallen Kingdom. Well, it was yeah, the, it was the kid, the kid, um, and they're fine characters. Yeah, but they again they they felt more forgettable. They felt like real background characters. I, they I were imagine in... that she got a bit more screen time. They were in both of them were in Fallen Kingdom more than in this, obviously. Yeah, however. They're still just as forgettable. <laughs> That's disappointing. Because I, I liked them in general. Yeah, I do too. But they're they're underdeveloped in the movie. And the development they get is dumb. Like, 
um, the the girl is looking at like she first sees a dinosaur on the island. She's like, I never thought I'd get to see one in the flesh. Hmm. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? This park's been open for like a t- two decades. Yeah, you, and you could. did it, and you're you're an animal expert in dinosaurs, and you didn't go. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Yeah, that's where the writers need a good old spanking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that kind of stuff was, um, you know, mm. fine, I guess. Make her a paleontologist who morally opposes the, the bringing them back thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that works better. And then it's sort like, she, like she's a dusty Jurassic old... Park? I don't remember. Well, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah, like, um... What do you mean you don't remember no, I Sam do remember. Neil? Well, I was, I was trying to think of, like, a character more like her. I was trying to think of, like, a, a young girl character. Anyway, not the point. So, yeah, like, gi- give her, like, a proper reason to have never seen them, and it wouldn't have even been that hard. No. No. She's poor. Imagine yeah. it's expensive to go to this island. But it's expensive to become an animal, yeah. uh, a dinosaur researcher in in America. True. Very brief side note. Yeah. Um, have you seen this? Uh, this whole thing just made me think about the fire document, the fire festival. Have you heard about the fire festival? Yeah, the Japanese what thing? No, no. The American festival put on by that rapper and Billy, this guy named Billy, right, entrepreneur. Okay. They put on a festival called Fire. They called it the Fire Festival to promote right. an app. And it was a like in the Bahamas, private island, mm. music, um, like expensive private booths and everything. Dinosaurs. Wait, there were dinosaurs. There weren't there. dinosaurs, Cal. They brought dinosaurs. Anyway, logistically, back to life. it was very difficult to pull off. Yep. And they didn't pull it off, but didn't cancel it. And so a ton of people showed up, and it was fucking shit. And oh, it's yeah. a really interesting story. And the Netflix doc goes out. I recommend watching it. It's re- it's interesting. Um, that sounds so ridiculous. Like, why would anyone watch that? It's No, it's it's fascinating because, like, you watch this, these two essentially lunatics <laughs> try to put on a festival with no money. and Well, with money they stole by lying to investors. Mm. Um, then put on this festival, promised the world, mm. gave not the world. <laughs> um... It's pitched the the doco's pitched on supermodels and a you know this amazing ad campaign mm. built this festival and then one picture of cheese on toast mm. pulled the whole festival down because that's the food that you got for your two hundred fifty thousand dollar ticket. Oh yeah. Anyway, if you've got that much money to blow on a festival like that, mm. you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, also, don't have it on an <laughs> island. Islands are shit. Well, and this is coming back around. I'm, I was watching this again, and I'm like, logistically, this is a nightmare. Why would yeah. you ever run a theme park on an island? Yeah. Yeah, like, not a real island. On a peninsula, maybe. Mm. Like, just wall off all of Florida and fill it full of dinosaurs. That'd be fine. Yeah. And it has way more chance of going wrong in a dramatically interesting way. Yeah. Same problem in, Spook- in uh, Scooby-Doo, the first one with Spooky Island. Yep, because the dumbest thing about that film was the logistics of having a theme park on a fucking island. I agree. Not <laughs> Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Scrappy Doo was fine. <laughs> Couldn't even say the <laughs> word. Um, so yeah, Conquest of Jurassic World. 
Were you left, <laughs> having not seen Fallen Kingdom, were yeah. you left with any questions from this one? Not really. It seemed like it covered the whole thing. Like, a, a good, good guy had a corrupt sidekick who turns out to be a bad guy, does a bad thing in the name of a good thing. It's basically every movie. <laughs> Like, and, yeah. and and then it doesn't work because the plucky young fucking protagonist stop him. Or stop it. Yeah. 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 Finished movie. Um, like, yeah. It, it seemed like it had this whole traditional story arc down and it just, it, it ticked every box. I don't feel like I missed anything. Yeah. It, maybe whatever motivation, um... Farmer Hoggett had to kill, uh, fucking, what's his name? OG, welcome to Jurassic Park, dude. Uh, Richard Attenborough. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you've made me go blank on the character's name. Uh, Hammond. Yeah. Something Hammond. Yeah. But Richard Richard Hammond. Attenborough. <laughs> Is Richard Hammond just a reference to Jurassic Park? Is that what happened? What? No, I said Rich- Richmond ha- Richard Hammond. Yeah, yeah, is- yeah, but Richard Hammond, the real person, right? Yeah. He's named after Richard Attenborough and the last name of his character. Richard Attenborough isn't a person. Richard Attenborough, yes, it is. That's the person who played Hammond. Oh, is it? Yes. It's David Attenborough's fucking brother. Oh. For fuck's sake, Sam, learn your oh, shit. All right. I'm sitting here having not seen half of these fucking films and I know more. Fuck! <laughs> I'll be really embarrassed if his name's like Tim Attenborough or something and I've just got it completely fucking wrong. Well, now I'm going to have to look it up, aren't I? <laughs> also, mm. fuck, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter, nothing matters. <laughs> wow. Fuck. I was going to clarify that I that I did understand that Richard Hammond didn't pick his last name and neither did his parents, really. But uh, Fair enough. Point is, you're a meme, Richard Hammond. You're a meme. Anyway... Um, keep talking while I, I look up who... We'll see, I wish I knew a little bit more. I, I wish I had have seen the other movie going in. John Hammond I, is the character name. Richard Attenborough is the actor's name. Boosh. Richard Hammond is a meme. A reference to to him. Anyway, um, so, yeah, I wish I had seen Fallen Kingdom now because I want to comment more about Job's job editing this. Um... But yeah, I really, like, there were times when it did seem like these parallels that he was trying to draw with this final action sequence were a little stretched. But again, that's, there's not much that you can work with there. I think it's the only way you could have put those scenes together. Yeah, and you the couldn't have with... shown the entire story yeah. of both. I almost would have rather a, a much more um, pared down version of, of Jurassic World. Yeah. Um, where we saw it all, and then we got the big climax of this movie, but then you'd pretty much just have two big ending climaxes. That's the problem, yeah. yeah. I think cutting them together helps a little bit, because when you do the cut, you can cut stuff out much easier than mm. if it's just a straight cut. Mm. Because when you cut away and come back, continuity doesn't matter in a person's head, because yeah, time's like, passed. like we were saying before, the time jumps didn't... Yeah. Yeah, the time jumps. So much. The time jumps allow for continuity. So in Jurassic World, all the stuff with the kids is just, just lifted gone. out. But 
I didn't feel like I missed anything. No, because all we became... see of them is running off from their well, and it became carer. less of Bryce's journey to like care about having kids, and more about Bryce's journey to care about the dinosaurs. Yeah, um, you know, which drew less parallels to the original Jurassic Park and more to eat these two films together. Yeah, as exactly. Separate entities from that. Which I think is better. Yeah. Um, and it it meant that the kids were reintroduced. It meant we kind of didn't know where the kids were. So yep. there's a little bit of tension from the perspective. We obviously know they're fine. Yeah. But it draws tension from the perspective that if Bryce Ellis Howard is our protagonist, mm. she doesn't know where they are. Mm. So that's interesting because yep. it's, it's from her perspective. Yeah. Um, and then same goes with... Um, uh, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, they they it's, a lot of it's re 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 tooled, so it's from um her perspective, which I think works. Yeah, definitely. Because again, Chris Pratt didn't really have a whole lot of acting muscle to flex in this film. Like he just no, he's just generic, got, good generic looking man character that does things does good, good things. Yeah, mm. and that's fine, fine. But they shouldn't have like penned him as the main character they shouldn't have gone I don't know if they did though did they no I mean not I don't know about the second one and and he doesn't make an appearance until about a third of the way through the first one so maybe not not as much as I think but it's sort of like it does feel like he's on all the posters he's in all the ads like he's the the it feels the, the big sold name on actor. Chris Pratt yeah it does also feel particularly later on in Jurassic World um, that he becomes the focus. Mm. Bryce Dallas Howard is removed from the action a little bit, although she goes to get the T-Rex. I don't know. It feels more dual. It's a more dual protagonist role, whereas this edit makes it feel much more Bryce Dallas. Yeah. Because of the themes across the two films. Well, and I remember there being a little bit of, like, bitch, you got to take your fucking high heels off and you got to tear your skirt and fucking, like, you, you've got to fucking get your shit together and really trudge through this jungle bit. If we're going to find these kids and save these, stop these dinosaurs. Yeah. I remember there being more of that in the first, uh, like, I remember that being in there and now being removed. So, like, there was a moment where she just sort of comes back and she's got a gun and she's, and her outfit's all torn and she's all messed up, but she's, you know, now she's a badass. And it's like, it was a little jarring, but also you couldn't have fit that slow change into yeah. this. Also. Edit. It wouldn't have flowed very well. Also, there's enough of a jump I don't mind. It sort of feels like, oh, shit's hit the fan and she's thrown professionalism aside to do what needs to be done because she's a motivated badass. Yeah, because we see her with Chris Pratt and the dying Brontosaurus. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, Then we see all the shit hit the fan and the next time we see her in that timeline of events is coming back to stop all the shit hitting the fan. Yeah. So... It, I, I, I'm fine with it. It's kind yeah. of, it, it well, works. Because it paints her more as a, um, like, uh, Sigourney Weaver, badass from the beginning, utilitarian-focused main character. Yeah, she's not painted as weak at all. Yeah. It's like, she more... doesn't have a chance to have an arc to strength. Yeah, it's more... It's less about her becoming a strong female character, because, mm. yuck, we've seen that before yeah um and more about her we've also seen the strong-hearted woman learns compassion movie before but it's not even that it's it's, it's more 
Yeah, it's it's more learning what your responsibilities are. Yeah. It's more like a character more like Amanda Waller, who's really utilitarian and, and will do the bad things if it's required, um, than learning that, no, if she wasn't complicit in this bad thing, then, yeah. good, then the bad thing might not have happened at all. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Like, it's, her it's... actions led to the destruction of Jurassic World. Yeah, so it's it's her taking responsibility for for her own callousness, less... Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and using her utilitarian focus to fix the issue. Yeah. And turning what seems like a character flaw into her biggest strength. Yeah, like remaking this whole film with that story arc, like these two films with that story arc in mind would have made an excellent character study. Um, yeah. For, yeah. Yeah. Across these movies. And but, does work yeah. and does work much better across for the arc across these two movies. Mm. Um, in fallen kingdom, her not pressing the button to release the dinosaurs does also work it because does. in that movie, the, with Fallen Kingdom as an independent film, her not pressing the button is her letting go of her commitment to these animals that and she's been fighting what, for. And saying that if I choose to be selfish here and get what I want and let them live, that other people will... Um, oh, what's the word? Suffer? No, other people will use them. Will... Yeah. Um... Fuck, there's a word for that. <laughs> other, other people will take advantage of them. Yeah. And, and make these animals suffer even more. Yeah. And create new ones for evil purposes. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, like, it is the bad thing to do um, to let them go. Like, it, it's, it's, not, it's not the best thing at all. Because yeah. all they've really done here... Like, even if this now becomes the Flintstones... Um, yeah. And, and everyone's just, there's just dinosaurs everywhere and doing all this stuff. Like, it still is going to lead to war dinosaurs and workhorse dinosaurs and, yeah. like, general poor treatment of these creatures. And, and a completely fucking destroyed ecosystem. Yeah. And all of these creatures would just die. I mean, I, I can assume that they're genetically modified enough to survive normal. Yeah, Earth I mean, climate. logistically, they shouldn't be alive anyway. Animals that big can't, like the Brachiosaurus and Brontosaurus, they well, can't. It's hard. There's bro- not enough say, plant life. Well, and there's not enough oxygen. Mm, I think you're thinking of arthropods, but yeah, like you, like the the, the oxygen levels are different now. You, well, yeah, but... the amount of oxygen in the atmosphere, it's it's the the oxygen's far thinner. Yeah. Um, so a real living dinosaur would have been adapted to, you know, they're, they're larger, they can take, they take in more oxygen. That's why we don't have creatures that big anymore. Pretty sure that's right. Look, so that's, that's true of arthropods. They used to be like spiders, the size of cows and yeah, shit like that. Yeah. But the issue with that was that they breathe through pores in their skin. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. So like get, and that was, yeah, like getting the gas mixtures right then was important, but that was hundreds of millions of years before, before dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah. I and dinosaur, like, cause the, the thing that changed was, um, bacteria evolving to be able to break down complex things like trees and like heavily dense materials. Right. And so that 
change the... Because it used to be that trees would just fucking live forever and everything was really densely forested. And then things became much more like open plains and... And, yeah, and, yeah. and that sort of died away. And so, yeah, like, it's and not necessarily... right? That Well, yes, so, like, th- there was less climate change that killed the dinosaurs. I mean, there was some, but there was less of it than, than yeah, the difference between, like, pre-Ice Age and post-Ice Age creatures. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, anyway. I, I think... I think anyway, we're both point... wrong in different ways. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> We're both, like, like together we're getting some of the facts right? Yeah. Well, because there are, there are creatures that are as big, if not bigger, than some of the dinosaurs. Sure, some of the dinosaurs, yeah. Yeah, so, like, to say that these creatures couldn't exist just based on, just based on size doesn't make any sense. Yep. Um, was that's what true. I was referring to. Yeah, that, that's true. That, like, blue whales, bigger than all of the other things. Yep. And yep. They... Yep, literally bigger than anything else that ever lived on the Earth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, literally the biggest animal to known to have existed. Yep. So that's that. That's was my, crazy. That was my I, gut I, response. I only learned that recently that it's the biggest an- animal to ever live. Ever live. Ever live. Yeah. Like because everyone knows biggest animal ever, but that shit was bigger than like the megalodons, di- any dinosaur. Hmm. Like, there was nothing else that we well, know of because you'll that was never bigger. see one represented to the right scale. Yeah. Because to do it, you couldn't see the person clearly enough on a movie screen if you showed the full whale. <laughs> so, yeah. like, to get an idea of the scale, you'd have to have it interacting with things that we normally interact with, which is almost impossible. Which is why you go to a museum and there's a small car next to a heart. Yeah, and you which, go... And it's... That's the blue whale's heart. That's yeah. the car you drive to work. Yeah. They're the same size. And you walk into this gigantic corridor. Yeah. And you're like, oh, there's a rib. And then you realise that, oh, this th- this corridor is just a fucking whale skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> if you live in Melbourne, or are coming to Melbourne, and you've never been to Melbourne Museum, go have a look at the blue whale skeleton. Yeah, the the aquarium, there. yeah. Yeah. Not the aquarium. No, no The really? museum. Oh, really? I thought it was in the aquarium. No, it's in the museum. Oh, fair enough. You can get him free if you're a student. Nice. Um, so get and yourself that's, learned. The thing is, that's a big fucking skeleton. That I love that blue whale skeleton. Mm, it's awesome. It's not the biggest... No, it's, not, it's but, on the smaller side for blue whales. Yeah, because it, it probably it, to, and yet it's so big, it's fucking huge. But like, you know what you do, right? Yeah, you do Waterworld again. Like you remake Waterworld, and, and they're all riding blue whales. No, no, no. Well, you show a blue whale swimming through the ruins of a city. Oh, that is so be you sick. can see like cars on the ground next to it. Sick. And fuck off, big skyscrapers, and it's just even bigger than most of the buildings, and just sort of. Why haven't they remade Waterworld? Because it was really expensive. Yeah. So they're like, well, it must be really expensive to do it again. Even though they didn't... They did the same thing with Pocahontas for a fucking avatar. Anyway. <laughs> True. The, the amount of money they burned on Pocahontas. Like, they spent a lot of money on that thing because they were like, oh, this is the artistically relevant one. Pfft, Lion King. Who cares about that one? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's God. put all that money into Pocahontas. I know. I know. Um, so yeah, Conquest, what are we, what are we at here? Oh, we're, we're at a bit over three quarters of an hour. We've got, yeah, 45 oh. minutes. We can pretty much wrap it up. I was going to say we can start wrapping up then. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say on what, how oh, good a job job did, but, um, look, yeah. I, if you are left without questions, then, then yeah. I, then I think it's a success of, totally. a, of an edit. Yep. Because the biggest thing with a fan edit is making something comprehensive. Yes. 
And often you're taking movies that aren't comprehensive and making them comprehensive. Yeah. Which is yeah. why it's always good to watch these with someone who hasn't seen mm. them before. Well, cause and even, someone who has. Even knowing that um, Blue gets a blood transfusion in the original cut. Yeah. And doesn't in this one. Yeah. It feels like it's totally just this girl trying to stall. Yeah. Like, it just it doesn't... It's not needed at all. Yeah, and you don't question it. You're like, she's just stalling him. Mm. Making him... Like, tricking him. Mm. And because people do of that the time in movies. Jumps, and because of the time jumps, you don't know how long Blue's been bleeding in the back of this thing. Exactly. So it totally works. Like, you don't even think, boy, that raptor would have bled out by now. Yeah. Um, and again, this... It does keep a lot of the best parts, but it makes sacrifices, mm. which I think is important, because there are good things in mm. the other movies that it does take out for the sake of this version. And it also... It doesn't take out the Sonic gun... Ugh. Which is the so which so dumb which you can't take out and keep some you know keep those sequences in really yeah um but for those who don't know there's a gun and yep. it's got a little laser on it and you point it at someone yeah and then you press a button and then the raptor will kill that person yeah the thing the laser's pointing yeah at. alternatively so, you can press the other button on the gun the trigger and a um a small little piece of metal will be thrown out of the end of the gun at a mm. rapid speed and embed itself in that person's body. Which sounds harmless when you put it like that. But I guarantee you, this new invention will kill a man. Will kill them. And it'll be much quicker, <laughs> less messy. Um, it doesn't require billion dollar dinosaurs. And the, the bullet won't then turn around and attack you. <laughs> but also, right, this could have been achieved with a laser pointer and an air horn. Yep. Why is it a gun? And not even like a handgun. It's a fucking combat rifle. Yeah. It just... The thing is, if you had it like the little like handheld thing, mm. no one would have questioned it. But you yeah. put it on a gun and, and everyone's like, done. just shoot the gun. Yeah. It would do the same job, but cleaner. Yeah. Less mess to clean up. And then you don't have to wrangle a dinosaur. And then they're like, yeah, but we're using this to control a dinosaur. What if the dinosaur turns on us and you need a gun to shoot it? Then don't build a bulletproof dinosaur for one. <laughs> And also, just use the gun on the person. You know what's really good at killing humans? Yeah. Guns. It really, like, a lot of this movie does oh. feel like the fucking, the old woman who swallowed the fly. Well, we, we need the dinosaurs to go and kill the, to go and kill the people. But what about when we're overrun with dinosaurs and we don't have any people left? Yeah, but then we'll send in the bigger dinosaurs, the genetically altered dinosaurs, to kill the other dinosaurs. But what happens when we're overrun by Indominus Rexes? Then we'll send in the Irax 10S and it'll be so much better. Yeah. Madness. Utter, utter madness. Utter nonsense. Um, so yeah, we'll probably do another Job Willens at some point. Go check him out on Twitter. He's he's very good. And let us know if there are other fan editors that you want us to check out. Yeah, yeah, I really, I really like watching Any, any good ones. Um, Job Willens has done a couple of Alien ones, which will be interesting. We've both seen Alien, though. Like, I've seen the whole franchise. I've seen the whole franchise, too. Um, so it would almost be worth getting on... I know we don't do guests, but it would almost be worth getting on a guest who just hasn't seen an Alien movie. Mm. As hard as that will be mm. to find. Also, Job, if you're not doing anything, <laughs> you want to get on Skype, or, well, or also, a better yeah, calling app. I was going to say... We'd love to actually have a chat with you and, and get yeah, some ideas yeah. about whether or not these crackpot ideas that we're having about how the story was meant to go... It was your original vision. I was going to... Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool, actually. Yeah, if you want to come on the podcast, Job, let mm. us 
let us know mm. if you're listening to this. And if not, we'll send you a personal message later on. And Maybe for us- when you're next doing a project and sure. you can kind of walk us through what it is, what you're kind of thinking and yeah, or what your process is. Don't give us your is. industry. Don't give us your backdoor secrets if you don't want. We don't care. Talk to us about anything. How's the weather where you are? Um, but no, yes, yeah, definitely go and check. Like our, our listeners, go check, check him out. Mm. Give him a follow. Watch some of his fan edits if you like those movies. Because it's also just an interesting thought experiment. Yeah. Like, because he's just doing this to see if he can make it mm. better or yeah. different. And it's interesting to watch these and go, I know this movie as it is, mm. but this is a radically, like... Because mm. I think it would be a good does time. Does this improve it or does it change it? What? It's just a, it's a oh. thought experiment. It's a really interesting one. Even some movies that you haven't seen recently, so you can go... Like, so you can have that experience of, is this a whole movie experience? And now I'm going to go back and watch the original and see what he cut out. Well, yeah, it's also a good way to rewatch a movie you might not be that interested in rewatching. Very true, because like, you mean, can knock out the whole thing in less time than it would take you to watch all well, the movies that went into yeah, it. So yeah, so one of the recent ones the Job Willis did was Prometheus and Alien Covenant. And Which it is was made two it... movies that I don't recommend watching again. No, because I don't <laughs> like either of those movies. Mm. But it would be interesting to watch them again through the lens of a fan edit. Just which to is... see if you can yeah, <laughs> just polish to... that to... Yeah, which and is... Um, um, and it's making it David's story in that one, from my understanding. Yes. Um, which yeah. is the obvious... It's the only way you can really go, because he's the only character that's consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. But focusing on him, I think. Yeah. Because he, he, he's a bit lost in that second one. Yeah. And also in the first one. Because Prometheus is a mess. And he also did a Prometheus alien one? Yes. Yeah. Um, which could be very interesting as well. He's also done... Um, Alien 2 and 3. Oh, that's interesting. So, so it's like, it's all the loss that Ripley's felt all in one big hit. Yeah, because what I hate most about Alien 3 is it makes the, uh, it makes the end of Alien 2 redundant. Yes. But if it's all part of the same, making that the midpoint of the movie makes it like, oh, this is Ripley's lowest moment. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Still don't like Alien 3. Alien 3 is probably one. the worst one. Alien 4 the is the second best one. one. <laughs> Alien, Alien 4 is Resurrection super dumb. is so dumb that it's a little bit fun. Yeah, that's what I like about Alien it. But Alien 3 is boring. But see, this is why I think that we should just let multiple directors have a crack at, at these franchise films. Like, just, just keep going. Like, let's just not have any copyright on it. And just be able to go, your name is the only thing that you copyright. So when it's Ridley Scott's Alien, that's a completely different thing to... Um, well, that's what's very interesting about the Alien series, is because it kind of did that. Yeah. Because Alien 1's Ridley Scott, 2 is James Cameron, don't yes. remember who did the third one. Mm. And number 4 was Joss written Whedon. by Joss Whedon. Mm. Um, and then Ridley Scott came back and his shit over his legacy. More yeah. than Joss Whedon did. Yeah, Alien by 4. far. Because the aliens in, in 4, I think, are like a new breed. They're like a genetically well, modified one. Ali- so they are just as smart and capable this- as clone Ripley, who can <laughs> who can throw a basketball over her head and get it I in. I was going to say, the thing with Resurrection is it goes into the future. So it's like, it's so far in the future, it doesn't matter. Like, it, it doesn't matter what's going... Like, you can mm. kind of do anything that's in the future. The problem with... Prometheus is it's a prequel. They're all set in the future. I know, but like it's the future of the future, yeah, Cal. Of, of the franchise, yeah, I know what you mean. Anyway, we shouldn't talk about Alien because we were talking about Jurassic 
world, and we're going to talk about Alien another time. Yeah, and we'll we're do gonna another job. Alien episode. One. And hi. Okay, everybody. cool. Well, um, we're going to wrap this up. Check us out on Patreon. We recently redid it. Yep. So our Patreon now two dollars, and you get all our bonus content. Yep. Um, and I redid the bonus content on the website. You can now access it directly through there. So if you yeah, you don't need to I was go gonna say, you just dumb links that we had before. Uh, yeah, you yep. just you um you give us two dollars a month and you get all the access password. You get the password. You just go on the bonus content on our website. Put in the password. and You can just listen to anything, download anything you want. Yep, it's all yours forever. Um, all yours forever, or until I change the password, which we probably do fairly. Yeah, semi-regularly, I guess. Who knows? We'll see. I say that, but like, it'll get like eight months down the track, and then I'll be like, oh, I should probably get around to that. But I don't. If you don't want to give us money, don't. Yeah. So like, if you give wanna... us two dollars for a month, if... take the password and then just keep using yeah, it. So... I probably won't change it soon. Yeah. Give, give it a try just in six us... months and see if it's the same say, thing. When, we when don't it, care. When it stops working, uh, just give us another two bucks, mm. and we'll do it again. Yeah, I'm down for that. I mean, Why not? I mean, yeah. Anyway. Thanks for listening, everybody. Follow us on Twitter, at VideoShopPod. And if you watched Conquest of Jurassic World, let us know what you thought of it. Yep. Um, And again, tweet us and let us know if there are any other fan edit films Mm. or fan edit creators we should watch. We should have said at the beginning, we should put the link to this thing in the description. Link will be in the description. I'll also put the link for our Man of Tomorrow episode. Yep. Um, which has a lot of guests on it. It's a little bit of a messy episode. Oh, I forgot we used to have guests. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad time. Um, but it's it's an interesting episode still. Like I think so because it's also like the sixth time that we've visited that Batman vs Superman movie. Yeah, so yeah, we spoke. We've spoken about the movie so much. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I think we should. I don't know. Wrap it up. 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 Raptor. It. Up. Oh, See you, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>